Hey, John. Happy Friday, or happy Monday to the listeners. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm still hanging in there. I'm, I'm still finishing up school. Uh, my, my final day of classes forever is going to be on Monday. I, I have my final three school projects forever to do this weekend. Uh, and then I'll be graduating soon enough after that, after exams. It's, it's all coming together. It feels weird. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Are you going to have like an, like a, a ceremony or yeah. are you just going to take the paper and run? Yeah. I, if, if, if it were like just a thing that like, like, like my family like really cares about the fact that like I've gone to college and everything because like, mm-hmm. uh, the only, the last person in my family to like attend college and graduate was my grandpa. So it's, it's, it's kind of a big deal in the family and mm-hmm. go, going to the graduation is, is going to be a very meaningful event for my grandparents and my mom. So I will be going to graduation and it seems like things are like, they're starting to let up off the, the restrictions that they previously imposed because like they originally, there were only supposed to be two tickets per student and they recently sent out an email that said everyone's going to get four tickets each. So mm-hmm. it, it seems like it's going to be a pretty normal ceremony. Uh, but yeah, I, I will be doing that. But Awesome. Pretty awesome. But but if I had it my way, if my grandparents didn't care, I would just take the paper and run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just took the paper and ran. Um, it didn't... <laughs> I mean... It was funny because uh, I... <laughs> did you have well, much of a choice? Because like you graduated... During COVID, well, <laughs> like peak COVID. I did, yeah, but um, my my school did actually. Uh, I think they did hold a ceremony, <gasps> uh, which is yeah, a little bit questionable. I, th- I there was some kind of restriction. I don't remember. Um, I think it was like that they like pushed them back or like they did them in waves of like smaller ceremonies. I don't remember exactly okay. what happened. Um, but uh, even even had there not been a pandemic, I probably just would have taken the paper and ran because I'm not about. I'm not about standing a layer like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> kind of just wanted to be done at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Anything? Anything fun going on in the world? Um. Um. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not to, All right. Not that uh, I can think of. Not in the world. I mean, there, there's Homestuck stuff going on. Oh, is there any th- any Homestuck stuff going on that might not be fun? Um, I think it depends on who you ask. Uh, the the big piece of information, and this is going to tie into our our psycholonials talk once we actually get to that. Uh, but but this part is not psycholonials related. Uh, what pumpkin put a announcement up on their website on the the twentieth? Uh, and it was an official statement that was like, "Yeah, Hussy is officially gone from what pumpkin as of last year." It, huh. it, it was just like an official like press release, I guess. It it it, it kind of tied into like some of the themes of the final chapter of Psycholonials. I felt we could get into that once we start talking about. It. But yeah, Hussy Hussy is officially like it's all all ties severed, gone from what pumpkin never to work on a Homestuck project again outside of I guess funding. Uh, Homestuck Squared privately and 
finishing up what's left of Hive Swap. Hmm. Yeah, uh, wasn't isn't his involvement in stuff now? Like he wrote out the his outline for Homestuck Square yeah. that he handed off. Yeah. To the other team to write. Uh, it, basically, it, it like th- that like loose involvement even goes back to the the epilogues because the epilogues he he didn't write all of it. He he contracted uh two two writers to like do the vast majority of it. Uh, he provided mm-hmm. the outline. He did a little writing here and there, but he he was like way more hands off than he'd usually been. And then Homestuck Squared. He he wrote just like a general plot line that I think they said was like forty something pages long, and he handed it to them and said that they can do what they want to with it. They can hmm. they don't have to follow it. They can change it if they want to. So hmm. so like even even at Homestuck Squared, like he's he's pretty hands off from the get go. Uh, it's 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 been a long time coming, and I I completely like. So I saw the writing on the wall of Hussey, Hussey being permanently gone one day, uh, but but that day was last year at some point. Huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that, um, this always comes up, like, you know, Hussey's inescapably, like, a very, uh, very complex character and has a very, uh, storied history of questionable, uh, choices. Yeah. To put it lightly. Um... But I think that's something that I really, I think that that's something I really respect about him is just like being the author of this huge property that like irreversibly shapes the internet yeah. in certain ways forever, and then just like letting go of it. Yeah. I I think that that's really cool. Um, Based hussy. I have a lot of respect for. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the 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 press release kind of implied that like. Hussey's gonna keep doing the Psycholonials thing and just do, like, more small-scale projects. So, I guess that's something to look forward to in the future, is that Hussey, Hussey might be gone from Homestuck, but Hussey's not gone from us. <laughs> his, his career as a creative will, is still going. He will always be there, ready to ready to kick up some shit online. So true. Speaking of Psycholonials, do you want to talk about the, that last chapter? Yes. We can we can talk I, about yes. that. Uh, yes. Anybody out there who has not caved in and read all of Psycholonials and, and know how knows how it ends, uh, skip to this this timestamp. Twenty eight minutes exactly. Don't want to hear about it. Or you just don't want to hear about it or whatever. It's... This is after the timestamp, so nobody's nobody's hearing it. Cool. Um, cool. How about that ending? I liked it. I think I did too. I it wasn't what I expected. I I think that's been the constant throughout this mm-hmm. en, this entire story is that it's not what I expected and w- once it ended and like I I took a step back and I saw what it was going for. I I I liked it. I I liked the ending. Uh I yeah. I I I dwell in a lot of online spaces that have have been discussing this game and, and I feel like a lot of people like expected something way different and have been very disappointed by the ending. Uh, particularly when it comes to like the clown empire. <laughs> uh, but, but the ending very much painted it out to be not about that. It's, it's very much about Z learning to move on is what I, yeah, found. it's, it, 
I, I also, I think I really liked it. Um, and I really, especially, I really liked the epilogue. Um, but I think that one of the, 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 the things that I find the most curious about the whole story in retrospect is I think it might be the first time that I've ever encountered like a story that is clearly trying to do allegory. Um, but the story that it uses as allegory is like vastly wider scale than <laughs> what it is actually uh tr- about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so what do you think what do you think the allegory is? Let's let's talk about the allegory. What what do you, um, what do you think? The, the it Okay. The the way that the, the story ends um really uh it, it the, the themes of the ending of the last chapter in the epilogue are really about, like you said, like moving on yeah. um, and not letting things ruin your life and consume you when they, when they, when they don't need to. Um, and that's, I think it's a really fantastic lesson. I think that a lot of the shit in the epilogues is like just straight facts. Yeah. Um, but like, I find it uh, really, really funny that it was chosen, that, like, the way that we got here was, like, the entire world being thrown into war and, like, the biggest country on Earth being destabilized. Yeah. And, and like, it, it, <laughs> it's... I think that the story was really good, um, but I think that uh, it definitely has a bit of messiness to it. A lot yeah. of messiness yeah. to it. Yeah, In retrospect. Because... I don't know. I I, I I respect um I respect it. I respect trying to tell an, uh, an allegory um it, it, like the in the, in the opposite way with the with the scale being the opposite. Um but I don't know if it like entirely worked in wrapping everything up. Um but I I still really like the ending. Yeah. And the themes of it. I I think more specifically uh with its with its themes of moving on I, I I do think it is directly like Hussey's farewell letter letter to like homestuck fans. Like I don't think yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that the What Pumpkin press release came out the same day as the cha- this chapter, because like when you like look at, 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 at when you look at the Jubilite movement as like homestuck and homestuck fans, and you look at Z saying that like she always would have chose the sword no matter what anybody else said i i it, it very much comes off as hussy saying he was always gonna leave homestuck to somebody else like it, it's not his place to be the true successor maybe the true successor will come down the line but it's not gonna be him i i read it differently it sounds like because like what i got out of it was not that um like it was more that there didn't need to, like, she didn't need to be one. Like, um, the, it was always just the healthier choice to not do that because there would, like, someone would fill her place anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there was eventually, like, a true successor that, like, mm-hmm. it was Mizzlebit. Like, you picked up on that, right? Yeah. It was, it was very yeah. subtle, and I saw that a lot of people were missing the fact that, like, in in the credits montage... Uh, yeah, where you see all of the the things like branching out between different worlds. Yeah, like yeah, and, and with like all the assassinated clowns, like the the right hand clown that was at like every assassination was Mizzlebit, and, mm-hmm. and Mizzlebit eventually came the true successor. 
Uh, I picked up on the detail, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I didn't notice the fact that, like, on the, like, the artwork of the true successor, there was a, a fucking, a fucking pleading emoji on the chest. I just did mm. not see that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I don't know. It's 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 kind of it, it's I I need to go back and I need to reread it like at some point in the future. I don't think it's going to be for a while. Yeah, same. Um, but I think that uh, someday we'll definitely come back to it and do it in full. Um, like just start to finish. Uh, but I thought that the whole um, the whole epilogue in particular, like the the letter that you get when you tr- when you try to load a save, um, I think that everything in it is like just true as hell yeah um and it is something that i know is probably gonna kick up a lot of discussion because i think that i think that what it says is like that like you know people will latch on to things uh online especially and like make it to, to just to fill the void um and no matter what like if you try to drag them out of it they're going to be kicking and screaming because they've convinced themselves that like this is this is right um, like that's, I think that that's true. Um, I, I know I, it, it can come across, I guess, a little bit as like, uh, as patronizing. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I feel like I've been there like multiple times in my life and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's just kind of a part of being online. Right. right. Because the, it, I don't know, like I do. Okay. Part of it, just part of being online is like being surrounded by messaging twenty four seven, and having like constant peer pressure from people around you just because of the way social media sites are designed, and being swept up uh and in, in, in into things that might not be like earnest or like good for you. Um, and at the end of the day, the 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 way to to get out of things like that that are toxic or that are not productive is to like find something that you genuinely care about and or someone you genuinely care about and like just be try to build a more positive uh atmosphere for yourself and like that's something that i've like believed for a while so it's not that everything in this like it was just something that i agreed with from the start but like it it, a lot of it was and it articulated it in a way that i have never really been able to yeah agree yeah yeah. Um the as for like the the actual chapter 9, it's still I'm still not sure how I feel about like the actual explicit things that take place in it because it feels weird that she that the uh Z or Jen just got to to get away. Like it, it I know that that's going to knock over well with a lot of people. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like I said, I, I, I dwell in a, a, a lot of places that, that discuss this, uh, specifically the, the the unofficial Homestuck Discord that, that is linked to the, the Homestuck Reddit, which is already a bad oh. place. Nightmare Realm. Uh, there were a lot of people who were, like, pretty pissed that, like, in the end, she just took a plane, got away from her problems, and is off being gay on an island. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, she should have been killed. She should have. She should have gone back and like taken the crown, and like ended up facing some sort of repercussions. A lot of people said that like 
this ending was like too much of a get out of jail free card for her. What do you think about that? I don't know. Uh, like I said, like it's the story itself doesn't seem too interested in being like a realistic depiction of what would happen if an online person like became like a dictator. It, it very mm-hmm. much doesn't seem interested in that. Uh, and if it doesn't seem interested in that, I'm not going to criticize it for not going the, the realistic route and having, having her get like sniped by the U S government. Like <laughs> I, I don't really care. Like I, I like what it is as it is and, and what it's trying to say about moving on yeah and as to that as to that point um i think that a really i think that the question that i found myself asking that i like i found myself having um when i was kind of uh like that's like that's it like just gets away is like what would what would be good if she died what would be good about that would it accomplish anything? I don't know. Would I don't think it would. Because <laughs> that's that's like I just kind of like that's the I couldn't answer that question. Like I I don't think that um that like if if the if the montage of assassinated uh supreme honk effects is like said anything, it was like that Z didn't matter. Z was not necessary because there was an infinitely replaceable line yeah. of successors to yeah. her. Right. Um and like that's a thing that is that's a thing that a lot of people have a big problem with, I think, is like this idea of punitive justice. And I'm I mean, it's just part of American culture. Yeah. Um it's it's not as I it, it's not just American culture. I think a lot of places are very uh like have this have this idea. Um but some countries, some places on earth don't uh, necessarily believe that like punishment equals justice. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like. I don't think that there would be a good reason for for Z to die. Like, I don't think that it, there would be any. It wouldn't accomplish anything if if she was killed. Like, and even though it it might be uncomfortable that she gets to have a happy ending um i it's like who would be happy if she died a portion of readers that's who but would they would they be happy i don't know i this ties in with the ending right like the epilogue right like would you be happy or would it just be like a thing that you've convinced yourself is right and that the world and that the world is a better place for for no good reason right I don't know. There were there were so many people who just seemed like they were like hate reading it, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I <laughs> oh, wow, really? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um. The other thing about it, like you said, that it doesn't seem to be that invested in like the actual like real world political ramifications of things, and I think that that's mostly true. But I think that in the end, it does have like a very targeted and specific interest in in saying something about America and how bad it sucks. Oh yeah, definitely. Um which I think is like maybe all it needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> um 
and and yeah, I I think that um I don't know it like I'll have to reread it again. I'll have to reread it at some point. But I feel like if you look, it, I, I think if you were to read this through the eyes of like American, like uh, like American culture, um, like the United States of America and how it felt, like the lens that it, that Americans filter things through and our ideas of what is right and like what is just, um, I think that that could potentially lead to some really interesting readings of it, and I'll be very interested to hear from anybody uh, who has takes on it that I haven't, that neither of us have brought up at this point. Um, you know, it kind of reminds, have you ever, have you ever read A Clockwork Orange, the book? I have not. Do you, have you seen the movie? I have not. <laughs> Do you know anything about it? I, I know it's got the, 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 the scene where the, the person's eyelids are like held open. I know about that. Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it as vague as possible, but, um, what it reminded me of uh, in that book is that um, that book, the main character is like this horrible guy, um, does a lot of really awful, fucked up shit in his life, um, goes to prison, uh, gets his eyelids held open, um, he's forced to receive treatment to make him better, uh, is released back into society, um, into a world he's unfamiliar with years later because he's been in fucking prison, um, and like after spending years more in society, like, the, 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 the end of the book, um, he starts to, to kind of lose the will to be a terrible person, and sort of, like, wants to, uh, reincorporate, like, like, reintegrate back into society, like, just be, like, a, a normal person. Um, and, with that, the re- the reason this reminded me of it is, uh, in America, the book released without the final chapter in which he starts to want to be a better person. Uh- um, huh? because <laughs> what? Because the publisher and the author too have heard, um, didn't think that Americans would go for an ending where there's a possibility of him like being better. Damn. Um, and the the ending to Psycolonials where, uh, Jen does all this horrible shit. Um, and she does a, well, a lot of good shit, a lot of horrible shit. Just fucks with a lot of ways. Causes. A lot of things to happen, and this gets away with it and gets to live out her life normally. Um, it reminded me of that uh, because it's 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 pretty similar. Um, I mean, one is like one of like a, a great literary classic that is regarded as like you know very highly, and the other is this random indie VN by the Homestuck guy. Um, but it made me think of that. Um, I would recommend *A Clockwork Orange* if you can handle uh, a lot of really graphic violence and uh, some of it sexual in nature. It's a good book. Maybe one day I'll get to it. Yeah. That goes out to all the uh, all listeners as well. Uh, if you want to read books, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I th- I think that that kind of... That, that's kind of my brain dump for all the psycholonials that's been rattling around in my head for the past while after reading the ending. Um, is there anything else, anything else from you on this topic? Uh... I think the only thing left to say is how great that fucking credit sequence was with the line of Honk Effects's. Oh yeah, it was tight. It was really fucking entertaining. I'm gonna have to like watch it slowed down to see all the names and like look at all the pictures more closely because it went by way too fast. The fact, um, the fact that fucking Pete, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg, yeah, it was, it, it was just flat out him. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's such that's gonna be like that is the most like 2020 thing like i don't think anybody's gonna remember who fucking pete Buttigieg is in like 10 years what was his fucking clown sona name it, it was like just like pete Buttigieg, but like in a funny clown onomatopoeia way it just sounded like it yeah hold on i'm i'm opening the game <laughs> I, I, I gotta go to the cast uh let's see um also, as as it as it has been like from the start, like all all of the successors have names. Yes, and it's great. So good. Um. Oh yeah, like I liked the bait and switch with the the choice at the end. I think. Yeah. Also, also, um, it's squeak beagle puss. <laughs> all right, this is better than I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I like the bait and switch with the, with the with the choice. I think, um, and I like how the I liked the epilogue and the way that it was set up. I thought that was a very clever like way to take advantage of being a video game. I I saw so many people who fucking hated it. They, what? Yeah, I I I saw so many people who were like typical hussy letting letting meta shit ruin his stories. Stop doing it, hussy! Stop putting meta shit in in your stuff. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't understand why you would why someone would be angry at it. Um, because like I, uh, as as a seasoned gamer myself, I, I mean, I looked at I, I got to that part and I was like, is there gonna be like a is there is there is there a crown ending? Because I went for the sword. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I also went like, for the sword. I don't think that I don't. I it was like I don't think this would accomplish anything. Um, I just want this character to get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I liked the I, I liked the bait and switch. I thought it was clever. Um, the only thing that would change is that like that if the epilogue didn't also delete itself after you read it and left you with no saves because I I would like to go back and reread it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I don't think like. I think that, like, when everybody starts to expect multiple endings, I think that it's totally fine, um, and kind of, kind of smart to just give it an ending. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, I like stories having a, 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 dis, a definitive ending and not, like, having to bond themselves down with a, with a bunch of other endings that aren't canon or whatever. I don't know. Agree. Agree. I, I enjoyed that choice. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh. Probably last thing. Uh, shout out to Percy the Horse. Yes. Made me smile. <laughs> shout out to Percy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I get. I think that covers it. It's going to feel lonely uh, not having a psychological segment um, at the front ever again. Yeah. it's. I've gotten used to it. I've been it. doing this since February. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hussy, make another thing. Give us content. <laughs> we need to pad our runtime. Um, Speaking of runtime, yeah, we're thirty minutes in. Yes, we we are almost thirty minutes in. Um, would you like to talk about Homestuck? I would love to talk about Homestuck. I would. I think we have a very interesting reading today. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let's let's get into it then. Um. We we are we are hot off the heels of uh of the intro to Caliborn session uh 
act we act six uh intermission four it was and we are now um we, we now have acts with words in them again uh with uh act six act five um so today we read uh pages fifty five twelve to fifty six oh five um and uh, we we get we get some we get some drama here uh we get we get we get some drama we get a funny cliffhanger that I'm really mad about. <laughs> I hate you. I can't stand your ass. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but I think I think we got a nice nice chunk to talk about today. Um. So, we are we are brought in with a kind of understated, uh, intro flash. Um, it's just kind of Jake. Uh, he's sitting in the, he's sitting on his Xbox planet. Uh, he's filled with a little miniature wall, um, it, and he, he's contemplating, uh, getting to meet, uh, Jade and John. Um, and, and as he sits here and he fiddles with a little, uh, inactive wall and he taps on it, uh, who, who should come over the hill with a finger held high, but, uh, aerosol sprite, <laughs> um, my new favorite character. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Not really, but Aww. he's pretty good. He's, he's pretty good. Um, and that's, that's just it for the intro flash. Uh, Jake goes wild. Jake thinks this is the funniest thing ever because he's Jake. Um, and, and then we just cut right into the drama. Um, we are not free. We are not free from teenage drama. My oh, God. oh, it's, 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 it's juicy though. This is, this is juicy drama we got here today. I'm, I'm, I'm living for it. Um, so, uh, Jake, uh, Jake opens his phone, um, it, sadly, he, he sighs when he sees that Dirk is pestering him, which does not bode well, immediately, right off the bat. Um, and, uh, Dirk, Dirk is, uh, Dirk's being a little bit weird. Um, so, there's this long string of unanswered messages from Dirk, uh, where he's, like, Hey, where'd you go, man? Uh, I'm I'm sorry if I'm if you're if you're getting sick of me, but like I really appreciate to know where you are at all times. Um, hey, what's up? Let's go raid some tombs. Um, hey, man, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he he's doing the, like the 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 Strider not shutting the hell up thing, but in a way that's like kind of uh. yeah. Um. He's, he's, it's, it's kind of hard to like articulate. He's being really pushy. Um, he's not really like, he's like disrespecting Jake's boundaries while, while with the veneer of respecting them, if that makes sense. Like, I think we've all experienced something like this. Yeah. Um, where he's like, Hey, I hope I'm not being too much of it. I hope I'm not being too much. And then he just keeps talking. Like, he never just straight up asks what's wrong. Um, or, like, says, like, let's, let's, let's talk about why, let's talk about why you're leaving. He's just, like, trying to proceed like normal. Yeah. And then, like, signs off with, like, uh, got this cool tomb, get your guns, dude. Pack your guns, dog. That's like, eh. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then just to hammer the point home, uh, Jake locks his phone, and there's a there's a photo of the two of them, 
uh, yeah, this is lock screen. It's like, dang, this is pretty, this is rough. This is rough stuff. Um, and then, uh, then we get our first, uh, dialogue with aerosol sprite. Um, he, <laughs> I talked about being my favorite character. Um, I, there's not enough here to make him my favorite character, but he's, he's, he's funny. He's pretty good. Uh, God help him, whatever's going on inside his head, though. Because good, good <laughs> oh, lord. Oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. Whatever's going, like, this is, like, this, this is, this has just got to be the worst time. Um, the, Jake, uh, decides to burden everybody around him with his relationship problems. Um, and, uh, Aerosol Sprite is, uh, both not invested and ready to run his mouth. Um, but uh, he he gives this advice of like, uh, bro, you got a, you got a hot piece of ass anchored. Why would you run? Why would you leave? And then he's like, and also I hate myself for even thinking that. That was really scummy. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> um, which is uh, probably what would happen if you took anybody, a- like anybody ever, um, who is a better person than Aerodan and forced them to cohabit a brain with Aerodan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But of all, but of all the dead trolls, poor it's poor Solix. Poor Solix. <laughs> it, it it raises a really weird question. Like cause, okay, because like when we had like the tavern sprite thing, like that was like for like a handful of pages, and the characters immediately like separated in the dream bubble realm, and we're like, wow, that was awful. So like that was immediately framed as like a a two separate character thing, um, and when. Taver Sprite had dialogue. It sounded like Vriska, but in pain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is like just uh, this. This this sounds like both of them. I, so it's. I don't think we were quite prepared. Yeah, I I think with ta- with 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 Taver Sprite, uh, it was the fact that like Vriska is Vriska, and I mm-hmm. I feel like in any scenario where Vriska is combined with someone else, Vriska is probably gonna be she's probably gonna be the one that's doing most of the talking this is true uh but but man these two <laughs> like but yeah like i don't know whether it's these two or this one um i think it's supposed it, it, to be both of them <laughs> like yeah i guess i, I guess it, like he, he talks to himself enough that it but at the same time, it's a, a lot of it just feels like a fucking blend of like it feels more like a blend for most of it. Yeah. Like also not like having a crisis on turn. Like Aerosol Sprite seems to have come to terms with his existence, um, and found a comfortable point of self-loathing for it. Good for him. <laughs> Good, happy for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh. I don't really have much to say about Aerosol Sprite. Uh, like, it, 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 I, you have anything? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Poor Aerosol Sprite for getting Jake. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Aerosol, I feel like it, the the combination of Aerodin Salts would have found a way to be miserable no matter who uh, they were assigned to. Um, But, like, 
(laughs) being a sign of the one who never shuts the fuck up is really, is, is probably on another level. Yeah. Um, Aerosol Sprite's, uh, genius advice, um, is to, to talk to fucking, just talk to some, talk to someone else of your own species. Talk to, talk to Jane. Try ruining her day with your, with your rubbish. Um, and boy, oh boy, does, does Jake take that to heart. My god. <laughs> um, so, uh, page 55, 17, uh, we, we now transition over to, uh, Roxy's planet. I can't remember what any of these planets are called. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't care. Um, they're, they're all corpse, house, and gas. Um... But uh, we we go to Roxy's planet where uh, Roxy Jane uh, Fafetta Sprite um, and a bunch of the the Carapaceans are s- s- decorating for Jane's birthday party. Um, and G Cat is there also. Weird. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. But yeah. Uh. Jane is uh, mid-decorating the cake uh, when she receives a message from Jake. Um, and I just have in I just have in my notes it just says nuclear cringe fest because that's what this is. <laughs> You're so this right. Is wor- You're so this right. Is, this is worse than the last time these characters yeah. talked like this. Yeah. This is so bad. <laughs> um so Fitz, solid start. Uh, Jake forgets her birthday. God damn! Don't do this. Don't, don't do this. Don't ever do this. <laughs> if, listeners, if need be, use a calendar app. Learn your learn your friends' birthdays. Set up notifications if you're forgetful. My God! If, if it's <laughs> okay, I mean this is a very special scenario, right? Like if you have a friend who you had some amount of sexual tension with who you feel like things just went off on the wrong foot uh, five or so months ago, um, do not... Make sure that you know when their birthday is so you do not come to them with your current relationship issues the day before their birthday. <laughs> um, this is this is life lesson number one from this reading. Um, if you take anything to heart take, from this podcast, take that. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, Jake has forgotten Jane's birthday, um, and, uh, Jane is polite, um, but is obviously not thrilled about this, um, and Jake, because he's Jake, uh, dances around for a little bit, and he blathers on about some stuff that apparently... They have had the same conversation about uh, numerous times. Jake is just in love with the sound of his own voice. He loves to talk about uh, how they've been in the game for uh, a whole year uh, or maybe five months. Um, uh, about how thrilled he is to meet um, his, his grandma, but as a feisty youngster. Um, and how uh, actually uh, he saw actually he saw Dave and Rose once, but he got in a fight. <laughs> Um, and, uh, just, he just keeps going. Um, and Jane, uh, tries to exercise some, 
uh, some good decisions uh, and, and be like, hey, can you, why don't, why don't we talk about whatever this is tomorrow? Um, at which point, uh, Jake is like, no, I would love to talk about relationship problems with you, uh, right now. This fucking guy! It's so bad, it's so bad! Um, yeah, um, he just kind of talks a lot, um, about the situation, you know? Uh, Dirk's a swell guy and all, but he's kind of pushy, kind of, he feels he doesn't have enough breathing room, uh, and, you know, he just, he he just doesn't know if it's going to work out, you know, standard stuff. Um, uh, he, he considers, you know, Dirk never forgets anything, and, uh, Dirk is, like, a very uh, calculating person, uh, it's interesting that he wanted me to go and do something with him. Um, while this was coming up tomorrow. I mean, that's kind of weird. You know, I, I don't think he would forget your birthday. Uh, but let's not worry about that. Um, it, and Jane just is fed up with this and, and, and snaps. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, she really does. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's very frustrated for very good reasons. Um, she's frustrated that uh he only ever messages her um to talk about uh Dirk um and it's not frequent at all. Um, he only ever talks about himself. He just keeps going on and on about stuff that she doesn't care about. Um, and uh, just she she tries to convey how much the situation pisses her off. Um, and. We're so, we're so close to reaching an understanding, and Jake just fumbles the ball in the most legendary fuck-up of all time, and he's like, oh, you should have told me that you had a thing for Dirk. I'm sorry, Jane. (laughs) Just calculate, calculated to be the worst thing ever. Um, Jane, uh, just, just... Tells it like it is, uh, ha- has a bit of a tantrum, um, flips her shit, uh, literally flips the table and on the desert below, um, and, uh, breaks her headset and just, just she's done. She's done. Poor Jane. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a shit show. <laughs> what a sh- yes, yeah, I- <laughs> I don't know what to say about this besides that it sucks for obvious reasons. Yeah. Jake gotta get it together. I... Yeah. The the fact that he he only messages every couple of weeks and specifically only ever talks about himself or Dirk. It's so fucked up. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's funny to how I'm like the... I feel like these characters have already like uh, we've gotten like the ex- like the accelerated uh character progression treatment with them, which I guess is the point of the Alpha Kids. Where like, uh, it, it, Jake at the start, you know, like these, these kind of these corny traits, and now it's like the main source of drama, just of how stupid and corny and teenage boy he is. Yeah. Um. And it's like, wow, I I, I I'm at the point where the the the, the the alpha kid I'm most sympathetic for is Jane. I if you would ask me if that would happen, uh, like five to ten episodes ago, I would have said probably not. But here we are. Damn. Um. 
Yeah, this... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Roxy uh, reaches out in the midst of this tantrum and uh, try, tries to uh, ameliorate the situation. Um, she's, she, she's, uh, and, and she, she tries to, you know, lighten the mood a little bit, make some, make some humor out of it, uh, and, and, and fails. Um, Jane is just not, just not having a good time. Um, Roxy, uh, starts to indulge in, like, I don't want to say Jake apologetics, um, <laughs> Because that makes it sound way more severe than, like, teenage drama warrants. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not a good... Th- it, it, it's not the correct move when your friend is having, a like, a really severe problem with somebody and is just really feeling ob- as bad as Jane is. Not a good move to just be like, he's not bad. He's just... It comes across as a douchebag because he's stupid. It's okay. He's okay. He's a good guy, Jane. Yeah, and then then to go from that to, to to like the whole implication that Roxy is now going to try to pursue Jake. Uh man. Bad bad thing to do right now, Roxy. Two bad moves in a row. Um yeah. <laughs> I love Roxy, but uh this is not her brightest maneuver. Um, Jane, uh, Jane is, uh, Jane does not take this well. Um, she crosses the line as well and says, you know, I, I'm sick of you, uh, how, why would you even say that? I liked you better when you had, uh, an alcohol problem. Um, even though this is a problem that, even though this was a big problem for you and, uh, it, Clearly, you've overcome it. You're really happy about it. Um, really, really fucked up thing to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. But she she's in a bad place. I under I understand. Um, th- th- this this is a messy situation all around. Um, so Jane uh Jane absconds. Um, and, sh- and sh- she's she's done. I can't blame her. Jesus Christ. This whole fucking sequence. Just. <laughs> this is rough stuff. The way Dirk is acting. The way Jake talks about his relationship to everybody. Roxy not being able to handle the situation well. It's all rough. <laughs> it's it's all bad. This is all bad. J- Jane is just now the victim of everybody else's, uh... Like... I don't want to... I don't want to like include Dirk on the umbrella of like incompetence, but um damn, this is some real sixteen year old cannot fucking oh, communicate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um the Dirk stuff on the on the like on the periphery of this is uh troublesome as well, I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, uh <laughs> tentatively taking back uh whatever jokes we made about me being a Dirk Kinney. <laughs> um uh, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with this at this point. Uh, it seems like some fuck shit's going on uh, over there. Um, be normal with your friends, please. Um, so yeah, uh, Roxy is is left alone with with the cats. Um, uh, to to figure out <laughs> what the hell to do with herself. Um, 
I wish Fafetta Sprite was awake. I would have loved to 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 hear from Fafetta um more than just some emotes. Um, Don't you understand? That's the whole joke. That is <laughs> two, two of the least utilized characters from the trolls, and now that they're combined, they don't do jack shit. I hate Hussy. I hate Hussy so much. It's a sick Come joke. On, Come on, man. It's fucked up. Is that actually like the intention? Did he ever say anything about that? Like, is that the idea? I feel like it's the intention. I I don't know <laughs> if anything's ever been said on it, but the fact that like there have been so many complaints with how how little Nepeta got. And then how little Feffrey got, and now, now that they're combined, they are like they are even less together than they were apart. <laughs> they just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least I at least like I'm happy for for them that they they seem to be okay with their situation. They're not like perpetually miserable yeah yeah good for them (laughs) (laughs) they've worked out an arrangement i guess um but uh roxy is like gee i hope nothing crazy happens then something crazy (laughs) happens uh g cat um does the does the teleport thing and uh drops her some unknown height above the streets of durst um, and she falls, uh, appears to be knocked unconscious, uh, literally, uh, almost literally falls into the lap of the Kandes. Um, things are not looking good for our hero. Damn. <laughs> this is, this is not great. Um, yeah. If we'll recall, uh, G-Cat is, a is, is the Kandes' pet at this point, pretty much. Um, so now, now we get the part, now we get my other least favorite part. Uh, ever. Um, what are you talking about? This, this This is awful. It's so bad. It's yeah. Um, Jane uh pops out of the out of the t- out of the portal back onto uh, back onto her planet. Um, Crips and Helium. I think this one is. I remember because it it's like low hack backwards. Yeah. Um. But uh, she she storms along until she just kind of runs out of steam. Uh, of anger steam. And at what at what better juncture could there be for Caliborn to uh to to make him to make an entrance? And boy does boy does he make a fucking entrance. Oh Christ. <laughs> you take this one. You t- I don't you take this one. You do it. Man, how do I even put this? <laughs> do my job for me. Uh Caliborn messages Jane. Uh, with the obvious clear intention of friendship, <laughs> is it uh, is it obvious? I don't know. Is... <laughs> he he, cla- he claims that that he would like to be friends with her, uh, but I think that's lies and bullshit. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I I don't I don't know if Caliborn is capable of being friends with anybody. Yeah. Um. He, he talks about how he ha- he has become more powerful. He's uh-huh. been doing his little quest. He's been getting some keys, and, and he is now able to to see Jane and use his power of sight to ridicule her. He's watching her at all times now. It's so great, it's so fucked up and evil. He he he's unlocked a good many TVs. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we see a completely unnatural amount of towers of TVs. Uh. 
feels like way too many TVs to have. He's got he's he's been getting to work. Um Yeah, he says that like um his excuse uh for being such a little freak um is that like his his race is not they, they do not like people. Um Cherubs are not meant to like people. They just hate and all of their interactions based on hatred. Um and that's a little bit hard to believe considering that um that Calliope exists exists existed um and and was not like this at all. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh you the, you could either like okay, there's two ways to take this that I could think of. Um either he is telling the truth um and there is some contrived thing with Calliope where like all of her, she, like, she's completely founded in, like, self-hatred or something. Um, and that's why she has the, her, the troll Sona, and that's why she's, like, obsessed with anything besides, like, being a cherub. Um, or Caliborn is full of shit and he's awful. Um, both are I, not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I was gonna say, it could be both. Could be both. Um. But, it, Regardless, um, it, it, we we know that uh, cherubs are capable of not being like this to people. Yeah, yeah, he he really goes overboard in, in this conversation. Yeah, keep going, uh, keep going. I want you to do this conversation. I want you, I want you to do this whole conversation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he really starts talking about how fat Jane is. Uh, and, and he's really fucking weird about it. Life lesson, okay, life lesson number two in this episode. Um, I'm, I'm gonna talk to all the listeners. Um, don't do this. Uh, (laughs) if, if you are attracted to a fat woman, do not be like this. That's your, that's life lesson number two. So true. Continue. So true. Uh... Do I have to continue? It just gets really bad. I can I can do uh, it. I I just don't know what to say. He he, he uh, talks about how he's improved artistically. He knows how to draw circles now. <laughs> I as as bad as it is, I will admit clicking clicking the image, clicking the link, Jane, this is you, and seeing fat ugly horror with a circle, it made me laugh. A circle. It 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 got a good laugh out of me. It, it is it is it is funny. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the fact that Caliborn has now mastered the the truly mathematical way of drawing circles by doing nothing but smaller and smaller right angles, impeccable, greatest shit I've ever it, seen. <laughs> it looks way better than his old stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he's improving. It's an it's objectively an improvement. Um. But, uh, he hasn't improved- he has not improved in the realm of using his talents just to be misogynistic. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, he- he really- he- it, he seems to have some kind of intention of, like, upsetting Jane here, because- Oh, you think? Uh, yeah, hmm, I think so. <laughs> uh, because- because he- he, re- he really leans into the- your fat, haha, 
mm-hmm. and then he goes even further and starts talking about how Callie's dead. Uh, and then he, he's like, oh, your dad's dead too. Uh, it's really fucked up and evil just to try to make Jane upset and it works. Mm-hmm. Boy, howdy, does it work. Yeah. Um, it, the amount that like he leans into like trying to uh, like just trying to crush her self-esteem like trying to like just be like oh you're fat you fat fuck um is really uncomfortable um the (sighs) there's so much of it and it's 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 all really terrible and demeaning um i feel really bad for jane yeah um i don't know why she keeps talking to him um but uh yeah yeah he yeah she uh <clears throat> Caliborn uh says like oh uh Calliope's dead um just like your dad he's dead they tortured him it was really awful i saw it it was awesome i love seeing it um uh i i love jerking off to you being fat and your dad dying uh you fat fuck um and it's like i hate this guy yeah, it's like a new level of shitty. Yeah, like, like he had some misogyny going on, but like this is like a new, new Caliborn. The, this is a this is a new uh, level of just like sheer um, targeted awfulness. I think in whole comic. Yeah. Um, uh, excluding things like uh, murder. Um, I don't know, this is really just, like, five pages of Caliborn being directly extremely cruel to Jane. Uh, in ways that are really unpleasant to read. Yeah. And all of this, all of this, like, on the same day, immediately after the the, the, the bullshittery that happened with Jake and Roxy. It's, it's too much. She's got too much like going on. Fi- five minutes after that yeah, happened. Yeah. There's... On birthday eve... Like, come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poor Jane. Ugh. Yeah. Also, like, um, the, 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 the creepy, like, sexual nature of a lot of the shit he says, like, we got some, we got some shit in the, in an open bound, um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think this continues to carry that torch, um, cause, like, he, he, he says, like, uh, yeah, I can, like, I have the monitors, I can, like, watch you in the shower, like, you're never safe. Um, which is, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's legitimately, like, super fucking creepy. Um, and, it, yeah, it, it is, is bad, is bad. Um, yeah. I think we're done with that part. Yeah, we can move on. <laughs> we can we can we can keep going. Um Yeah, uh Jane smashes her laptop into pieces. Um I believe leaving her with a grand total of no computers on her person. I hope that that doesn't come up in the future. Um and uh, she 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 tearfully uh, sprints back into her home. Uh, yeah. Poor Jane. Feels bad. Yeah. 
Um, we then cut to, uh, to Draconian Dignitary. Yes! Um, our favorite guy. Yes! <laughs> we, we love this guy. Um, I, I, I think we, I think we agreed, uh, he, he's great. Um, so, uh, Dee Dee, uh, ex- examines sleazy, uh, Dursite rag. Um... And he does. And what's going on in the kingdom is that uh, Jack is still in prison on Prospect. It is day 153 of this development. Um, and uh, the terms for his release are that the Condess has to pen a an apology. Um, it has been negotiated down from even having to be uh, polite. It is any written apology. Um, these terms are naturally far too high. Uh, and so Jack remains a political prisoner. Damn. Uh, uh, due to the Condessa's pride. Um, and so day 153 of the stalemate continues. Um, Dee Dee is content to run the place without Jack. Uh, he's kind of a hothead. Um, and, uh, things honestly run smoother without him. Um, which is some funny office drama, uh, <laughs> I, I think that it is it I, I like this I like this kind of little small stuff where like Jack being like the the chaos agent in all the sessions and all the and like Dee Dee uh being more chill. I always think it's fun. Yeah. Um very minor part of the comic, but uh one I appreciate a lot. Um but uh, we we also have the revelation that the immediately after the nobles entered, um, the Alpha Kids, uh, the Condess ordered that it was gonna be it was hands off, no fucking with them, um, no no assassination attempts, no nothing, uh, until uh Jane's birthday, which is tomorrow. Um, the significance of this is unclear, uh, but tomorrow they get to start trying to kill the kids again, so, great. Um, there's some stuff about, uh, Dee Dee thinking that, you know, maybe orders came down from, uh, his, her boss. Um, some stuff about her being crazy, um, and, uh, and, yeah. Uh... Didi elects to uh, go and check on the very important prisoner. Um, as alluded to by Caliborn, uh, who, who said that uh, Jane's dad was a very important prisoner and so he received the worst torture and was killed and it was just horrible. Uh, Didi goes to check on him. Um, and he appears to be doing just fine. So true. He's looking cozy <laughs> in there. <laughs> yes, th- this part of the reading, um, I I actually laughed uh, seeing just Dad chilling on the couch uh, on fifty five sixty seven. Yeah, with his, um, his little PDA. <laughs> it's so great. I'm so happy to see this. Um, the uh, the the dynamic here, where like Dee Dee just res- like has so much respect for him, um, just for being like just for Im- it, it, like embodying all the, the 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 dad elements um it's it's so good it's so fucking funny i love it i'm a huge fan um the the, the serious business has been set up as on a network throughout the whole kingdom 
Great. Um, and Dad has become somewhat of a minor celebrity. Uh, his fashion sense um, is, is taking Durst by storm. Uh, and we we get these great couple pages of, of serious business dot of uh, logs um, that I am just so happy to see this far along in the comic. Um, I don't think there's anything like super super. I don't think there's anything I want to like touch on in them. Um, but I would just like to say, fantastic, love it. I I I laughed pretty hard at at Dad saying. At all. I cannot condone this activity, gentlemen. And then everyone responding at PipeFan413, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's really good. Um, it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love, like, want more. I love want more socks just being. <laughs> Like, are socks okay? It's it's even funnier when you consider that these are dursites. Like, yes. funny little chess dudes. <laughs> like, one of these guys could be this session's WV. Um, Let's go! I hope it is. <laughs> it, it, it's great. <laughs> and then uh, DDD just... Or DD saying, um... It's fucking stutter. Uh, incinerate the damage hat immediately. Do not wear such a thing in public. And then all of them are just like, burn the hat. It's it's so great. Um, and then uh, we get we get a little hint of something potentially troubling. Um, which is the the end of that when the Candes uh chimes in. Um, I know that they. I know that it is a topic of discussion. Um. The way the Kandes is portrayed, and it's a this is this is just a little glimpse here, so we don't have to get too much into it. Um, but it it it's it knowing that it's knowing that fact the uh the 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 hint of AAVE in here is is just a little bit troubling. I will yeah, say. yeah, we can definitely talk about it more when it becomes more prevalent. But it mm-hmm. it is it has definitely been one of the most criticized things in Homestuck. We get, we get through open bound and is there just thing after thing, huh? Yeah, these are the, yeah. these are the dark years of Homestuck. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's it's tough because like I am loving all of the good things, but the bad things are like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Um, it, <laughs> not much. Not much going on here. The queen wants the queen wants the ring back. Um. And uh, we'll we'll discuss the implications of this whenever they come around. Um, but uh, now now we get to the the final part of the reading. Uh, we really blew through this one. Um, oh oh, we did. Wow. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, I think it, we did. The, the drama is like bad, but like, what are you gonna what are you gonna say about it? Like, Jesus Christ, Caliborn is like a, a real a real shitter. Um. Don't don't be a we don't don't do a Jake don't do a Roxy especially don't do a Caliborn uh that that's that's the that's that's the input on this on this reading's dialogue yep yep um yeah moving moving to uh mo- moving to this 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 last chunk um when was the last time a years in the future thing was 
like when was the last time one of these transitions was not a dream bubble psych out what what is the what is the percentage of these that have been like real flashbacks i don't know i feel like it's low um we we get one of these we get one of these deals uh it's roxy sitting sitting in her inner in on her bed at home uh, uh doing wizard fic um she's she's writing wizardy herbert fan fiction um I, um uh yeah uh-huh the, wizardy herbert yes um I have no idea what's going on here. Um, it's it's this weird style where there's like the two, there's the big comic sans paragraphs um, that appear to be like the canon of whatever is happening, and then the rest of it uh, is is like weird meta shit where the characters are aware they're in a story and that no nothing around them is real. Yeah. Um. That's. I think that's the gist of like what you're supposed to get from it is that it is it is a story about people who are in a story that are aware they're in a story and changes the story Hmm. that's the gist of it and i i guess the only piece of information you can get from this is that like uh wizardy herbert uh in comic is based on uh a novel that Hussey was originally going to write, uh, right. I think prior to Homestuck, at some point. I think we brought this up about 50 episodes ago. Yeah. Because um, uh, in Rose's bedroom, um, you can see, uh, like, you can see some Wizardy Herbert shit. Like, the illustrations on her walls... Um, that uh, are like hussy art, are are art for like what Wizardy Herbert was gonna be. I think. Yeah, and there's a draft out there. There is. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's been a minute since I brought this up, but uh, whatever. I forget what the fucking um. I forget what it is, but there's like a GitHub.io page out there that has like a documentation of, like all of Hussey's like really really old shit. Yeah. Um. It might even be linked to in the unofficial collection. Um. On the homepage. I let me let me check with that real quick. Um. Let's see. Uh, let's go to the front page. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I just found the, the draft. It's it's about two hundred pages long. So Jesus Christ, it's, it's pretty hefty. Uh, yeah. But the the full title was Wizardy Herbert and the Mobius Slipknot. Okay. That's a hussy ass name. Yeah, that is a hussy yeah. ass name. I don't think that it's l- I. I don't think it's somewhere in. I don't think it's anywhere in um. On the unofficial collection homepage, um, but I know it's out there. So like, if you like, just Google like, Andrew Hussey old shit, you'll probably be able to find it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Is it supposed to be that like? This is connected to Rose in universe somehow, or is it just like a thing that translated from the beta to the alpha universe in the scratch? I think it's just something that translated. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it it's like it's silly, and I I didn't get anything from it. But it going on for like three pages made me think that 
I am supposed to be getting something from it. I mean, like I said, the only thing you're supposed to get from it is characters in story altering story. Mm-hmm. I guess that's something. <laughs> and, and the horses. The the wooden horses that don't move. Yes. Put a pin the, in that. The horn <laughs> The Hornses. Yeah, the Hornses. Put put a pin in those. Those will be very <laughs> relevant in about seven episodes. Alright. <laughs> Alright. I'm I'm thinking of uh stationary wooden horses. Um Yeah. It ends with a note uh from Roxy to herself to not write while drunk. Um and uh man it makes me glad that Roxy's sobered up and we don't have to deal when well, you know, I liked drunk Roxy. She was fun, but uh I like it when I like it better. Yeah. Same. When she's sober. <laughs> um we have our we have our moment of a uh, real of Roxy realizing that she's in the dream bubble. Um, Yu Yu pesters her um, and doesn't say anything. Um, and uh, she realizes like, wait, I know your name is Calliope. What's going on? I must be in a dream. And uh, she, so she looks out the window. Um, she sees the big crack in space, or a big crack in space. There's probably a bunch of them by now. Um, and, uh, more than just the crack, she sees, uh, Serenity, um, or a, or a Twinkly Herbert, uh, approaching in the distance. Let's go! Um, and th- this had me confused for a minute, um, but uh, until I looked at the dialogue. Uh, but basically what's happening here is that, uh, Calliope, uh, or Calliope's dream ghost is masquerading as uh, Twinkly Herbert um, to lay low, because uh, Caliborn is rampaging close by, um, and this is a way to disguise herself. Apparently, uh, there's an army of ghosts out there or something, and he's he's trying to he's trying to murder them all. Um, so somebody's plan is working, um, but uh. Yeah, uh, so we found we found Calliope's ghost, everybody. Let's go! We, we did it. We can, we can move on to figure, finding out what significance she has. Um, Calliope uh, guides Roxy uh, out of her room uh, into the rest of the house. As, as Roxy leaves her room, um, the house around her becomes Rose's house, and her clothes become Mom's clothes. Um... Roxy is immediately enamored by the shitty wizard painting, the shitty wizard decor, um, which is, again, great. I'm so happy to see the shitty wizards again. Same. Um, but, uh, Calapia urges her on. Um, in a callback to that page way back when, when, uh, when Rose saw Mom's silhouette in, in the, in the, in the, in the window, in the lightning strike, uh, Roxy sees the Condessa silhouette in the window. Um, Calliope uh, reassures her that this is just a—it's just a dream. These these are things from your dream. These are things from your memory. Um, she's she's not really here, um, but it is a reminder of whatever the hell is going on with Roxy in real life. Um, and uh, Calliope guides her to the observatory door, which has a little spiral sign next to it. And, uh, and urges her through. And, um, 
Yeah. And <laughs> and there is a there's a little there's a little house she walks out of a little suburb house uh with, with on on a little brick wall and there's some stairs leading down and that's the last page you gave me to read. I sure did. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I hate you. I really hate you. Like genuinely um at this point what what is this what is this cliffhanger come on whatever it's a good cliffhanger come on it's a it's it's one of the better it's one of the better cliffhangers we've had in a while um it it it, it, it it's such a fucking out of left field thing um that i have no idea what's going on um that uh, i have to respect it good i am forced to respect it good um, yeah, I, I have no speculation to offer, um, besides that it's somehow related to the, uh, the, the detail we just got of Wizardy Herbert, um, killing other characters in the fake story with a real gun. So true. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got for this. Um, Yeah. Uh, definitely an interesting, um, it's interesting that we got, like, the fucking Caliborn, uh, session intro shit, and now we have this, whatever the fuck this is, staring us down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about what's going on here. Um, we are, we are clean in, like, all I know from this point is that, like, the Candace is very questionably written, and there's the Caucasian incident. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> it only goes up from here. Uh, epic. Awesome. Uh, what, 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 what's your, do you have any commentary on, on... On uh on on this on this reading like the, what this development, um, I don't know. What, what, what would you say to me about this? About what Besides development? Hang on. Like like the the Roxy shit. Yeah, I guess there's not much. To, I guess there's not really much to to work off of here. But like, what do you do? You have any, do you have any thoughts on the reading? Like after now that we've gone through it. Um, I don't know. Do I have thoughts? These characters suck. I hate them all. <laughs> Aww. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. These characters all have issues that they need to work through. Yes. Plot, yes. plot wise and interpersonally. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I like that uh, it is that we get the insane drama where all of the kids are now separated. Um. Well, I don't know what Jake is doing. Uh. But we 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 have tensions that have just fractured all of the friendships going on um the day before it's it's hands-on again um very uh, very interesting to see where this will go uh from a from a gameplay perspective how are these characters gonna fucking overcome these challenges that are being presented to them that's a great question it's a it's a, it's a great thought how will these characters mm. overcome these challenges it's so true yeah lots to think on <laughs> yeah, but 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 do you, but do you have anything to add? Um, like that Wizardy Herbert section went on for a bit too long. 
Like halfway through the second page, I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think complacency of learned uh like the rose one, I think that, that kept it at a nice uh nice amount. Even though that was also way too long. Yeah. But this was like three pages. Um Yeah. Uh I think that when I went to look it up on the wiki, like what Serenity was saying, um, because I'm too like cause it just has it all written down there. Um I know it's a dangerous game, uh, but, you know, I did it before, I've done it before, and it, like, it's pretty easy to avoid spoilers, just go straight to the fucking translation pages. Um, I, I think that, like, it, it said something, like, that, uh, that Rose was supposed to have written, um, the Wizzy Herbert shit, and, like, I don't, I don't think that that's right. It didn't have, like, a citation on it. Um, and I was like, I, I don't think that that's correct, because it just, it says in, in comic that, like, Roxy wrote it, and then, like, went back on it. Yeah. And we've also seen what Rose's writing looked like, and she's, it didn't look like that. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, that was weird. Um, I'm not looking forward to, uh, if, if Caliborn gets more misogynist. <laughs> um, it, it I only goes up from here. <laughs> Oh, this this was so much already. This was so much. I can't I can't um, remember if there's any other instances where Caliborn like really like goes overboard with his misogyny or general hatred and violence. Maybe. I I mean I assume he's going to kill a lot more people before the comic is done, but like it, it's, it's easier to watch like ghosts be genocided in a flash than it is to read like five pages of dialogue where he's just being like really just viscerally like viscerally fat phobic towards Jane. Yeah. Um really really tough stuff. Um the the like the flash ends in like a minute at least. Yeah. Um yeah, uh we got Dirk problems on the horizon. Uh looking forward to those. Um I don't know. I, I feel like this one was actually... I feel like this was a pretty compact reading. All things considered. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should have went ahead and just attached uh, a little bit more to the ending. Because I, yeah. I cut it off where I did because there was like a huge lore dump. And I thought we would Ooh. we would, we would would take longer. Uh, like way longer if I put that on. I didn't, I didn't think we would burn through what we have so quickly. Cause, That's fair. Because I knew, I knew that we were going to cover... Psycholonials chapter nine in this one, and I, I had no idea how that was going to affect the runtime. I mean, it, we 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 started talking about the comic at half an hour in, so I would say it affected the runtime quite a lot. Yeah. Um, do we have a longer reading for next? Uh, do maybe this maybe this is official business. Do we have like a longer reading for next time? What's what's the game plan? Uh, it's a little bit coming up. Actually, I think it's about the same. Okay. I already have the, um, I, I have the page ranges planned out up to the point where the mega pause happened. Oh boy! So all right, I could adjust it a little bit, but I, I I was pretty satisfied with like the starting and end points of like pretty much all of them. Okay. Um. I well. I I I, I guess that we being on air have no choice but to go ahead uh, with whatever the next one is. Um. Uh. What what is our next one? Our next one, what, what, what episode, 55, no, 55 the next one, uh, our next one, we're going to do 5606 to 5710. Okay. Big lore dumb coming up. Okay, I'm into it. 
we're like like it's gonna we're gonna be in the six thousands soon. We w- I don't like how fast these are going. I don't like how fast these are going. We will enter the six thousands in episode fifty eight. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Um, all right. Well, um, I feel I feel content with uh with 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 what we've touched on today. Um, our, our what was the first what was the the first life lesson we got from this one was uh. Keep track of your friends' birthdays if you're going to be coming to them with relationship problems and if you've had, like, romantic tension with them in the past. Yeah. And, uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hit on a fat girl, then don't, don't be Caliborn. These are the two things to take away from this episode. Um, uh, I think that with these in mind, I am comfortable taking it to the close. How about you? Yeah. Alright. Well, um... You have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I am your co-host, Aiden. I'm your co-host, John. John, we'd like to thank our patrons who we keep depriving of the Undertale <laughs> episode because we suck. I would love to. Uh, shout out Big Five, Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina E, and Darsh. Yeah, I guess while we're here, we, we talked a little bit um before we start recording today about uh like maybe. It, maybe, I don't know, we're considering uh, not making the intermission episodes a, like, a once-per-month thing, because it turns out that, like, uh, when when you're an adult um, and it, you're tired all the time, it can be kind of difficult to, like, play all the video game that you haven't played in a while um, with, like, a deadline in mind. Yeah. Um. So those, those are probably not... We're going to, in the future, probably uh, try to, like, not promise those monthly just to avoid a situation where we have a deadline that we can't make because the i the undertale thing has been a bit of a disaster i i'm i'm very eager to talk about it um but uh we it's it (laughs) i suck at video games so fucking bad it happens (laughs) um and uh i'm i'm not the only person who's been having difficulties apparently um but uh but yeah so I guess I guess sorry, um, but it's our show and we'll do what we want. Uh, you can unsub from the Patreon if you want. If this is too much for you, um, but uh, but but yeah, uh, in the interest of a uh, higher quality uh, episodes, um, it, we it, there's probably some change coming in the future to make it so that they're not um, going to be trying to be pumped out at once per month. Because uh, as 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 fun as talking about like a really shitty movie was for like less than an hour. Um, I don't want to end up in a situation again where we feel pressured to just pump one out. Yeah. Um, where we could uh like take some more time to talk about something that we really wanted to like chew over for a long time, like Evangelion. Um, so I guess there's the formal-ish announcement on that. Um, the energy episode is still coming soon. Um, I we're both very close to the end of the game, and uh, I I think we both want to be at the point where we can sit down to talk about it. Yeah. Um. And by the, the game, I mean like the the whole thing, not not just the one eight hour playthrough. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, we just did our Patreon shout out. Um, I would like to give a big shout out to all of our listeners. Um, uh, who who may or may not give us money. Um, everybody, you are so awesome. Uh, it's it, great great to have listens. Great to have listeners. Um. Very happy that people come back to hear us blather about nonsense week after week. 
Um, big shout out to Alex, uh, our artist and editor, uh, for carrying the weight of this entire podcast on his shoulders. Um, he is the greatest. Love him. Uh, thank you very much. Um, and uh, what do I what do I say? Oh, okay. Uh, and you can catch us again next week uh, as we uh, delve further into whatever the fuck is happening with this little house that Roxy is exiting. Uh, with pages fifty six oh six to pages fifty seven to page fifty seven ten. Um, we will see you next week, everybody. See ya.